Michael Bozinski is a lifelong entrepreneur, digital marketing thought leader, and best-selling author dubbed as a visionary marketer by the American Marketing Association. Michael's sole mission is to reduce the prevalence of entrepreneurial poverty in the U.S. Buzz, as most call him, has simplified digital marketing success with the rule of 26 to help business owners avoid the time drain and frustration of managing profitable digital marketing campaigns. Please welcome Michael Bazinski, Mr. Buzz. All right, Mr. Buzz, we got to create a buzz, and and I really want to welcome you here to Money Nine One One, where we talk about health, wealth, and peace of mind. And make sure you guys subscribe because we've got some amazing shows that are coming through, and you don't want to miss it. And today, I'm really honored to talk to Mr. Buzz because he shows you how to create a buzz. You got to create a buzz, right? <laughs> That's right. You are so super. And you're, you know, you've been doing this marketing bit for a while, right? A couple of years. Sales and marketing for almost 30 years now. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. It's been a long time. You yeah. don't look that old. No. Uh, thank you. I started very young. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of the crib. Yeah. I was right, teletyping. Like, um, I, I right. think I, I grew up on a farm, actually. And cool. for up until my teen years, and once that when my parents split up, um, I moved with my dad into the city, and it was like, well, I'll give you clothes on your back, roof over your head, and food in your belly. If you want anything else, go get a job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I started working really early, and I, I realized very early, food services was not where I wanted to be. So I was in <laughs> I was in in California at the time. San Francisco Bay Area and the headquarters for Bass TM Tickets, which is now called Ticketmaster, was in town. And I somehow landed a job on the call floor there. And that started my sales and marketing career at 15 years old. So, yeah. Whoa, 15. And I've been in, even when I was in, and I was in the Air Force for 10 years. And even then, I was doing marketing in the background always. All right. So part of well, my blood now. It's in the blood, and and your your conversation is something that we all deal with. It is how to double your website revenue in three steps. Three right? steps. That's right. Uh, three objectives. Three objectives, and yes. I'll tell you, I had some very beautiful websites, but never had the market. You know, <laughs> never got. You know, they look pretty, and, but it never, right? It never functioned right. right. Never. Yes. There was no call to action. There was no integrative thing but mm -hmm. but it was beautiful looking maybe why don't you just step through a little bit of it uh these steps here that we can learn about right sure so the rule of 26 uh states that if you increase your website traffic by 26 percent, your conversion rate by 26 percent, and your average revenue from your clients that come from your website by 26%, you will get a compounded effect of 100% more revenue coming from your website. Wow. The reason I created this is because a lot of service-based businesses don't look at their website as a revenue generating tool, which is horrible because there's so many people out there looking for your services, right? right, right. Um, if you look at search marketing, 
by, by itself. Without a website, you don't have any search marketing, period, in a story, okay? You, you can't rely on Google search for your best clients, especially if you're a high-ticket service-based business, okay? There are some exceptions, and we won't get into that. But if you're a service-based business, they're going to go to your website two out of three times before they come and talk to you. That's a statistic. 68% of all purchases start with a search query. That's for both B2C and B2B. So it doesn't matter what you're selling, products, services, over two-thirds of all purchases are starting with a search query. So if you're not showing up on search query, then you're missing out on two-thirds of the businesses out there. So if you're not doing that, that means there's two-thirds more business you could be doing. Wow. So, that's crazy. Like that's 200% more business you could add just by creating a website and then getting yourself visible with that. But now, like you were saying, just having a website doesn't mean you're going to get that that business, right? You have to have a website that is fine-tuned to your perfect clients. And that's where we go into the ARCP or the average revenue per client. A lot of people are trying to get all the business. The problem with that is that not all business is good business. We want to attract profitable business, business that is scalable, right? We can't beat everything to everyone, right? When we do that, we go broke. Believe me, I spent 15 years growing a multi-million dollar business broke, trying to be everything to everyone, right? Good, yeah. I, I mean, you've probably heard a couple of stories like that before. A few. <laughs> right, right. Right? Yeah. And... You know, and making a lot of people a lot of money and not paying myself, that, that's the definition of entrepreneur poverty, right? Right. And so that. the rule of 26 helps me help people stay away from that. And that's by fine-tuning your website, utilizing the rule of 26. There's so many levels to it because most people, like the first level was just sort of like it's a business card and you get the bio and the info, but the depth of how much is inside of that, the call to actions, the, mm-hmm. you know, all the pieces that you have inside of that. And we're all so busy. That's mm-hmm. why we need an expert to show us how to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, what made you so, cause there's a lot of website designers out there, right? Mm-hmm. You're more than a designer. <laughs> right. You know, that's market, the difference. That's the difference. Right. So unwrap so that you- one, right? Right. So we're developed. So now we're a marketing firm, a digital marketing firm who does websites. Okay. Most developers are website developers or designers. They do not have a background in marketing. And if they do, it's very light. It's very design driven or function driven, not marketing driven. And so when you're when you're working with a professional who is a marketer at first. And then as a team of developers behind them, you now are utilizing your marketing strategy first and plugging that into the tactic, which is the website. And I have a saying that says, sound strategy beats blind tactics every time. And when you work with a designer or a developer solely, that's what you're working on is blind tactics. Because they're just going to ask you, what do you want to say? Who's to say you know what to say? Or what you say is going to work, that's or you know right how to there. track what that is, right? That's, that's that, so that's, that's going to what you're saying, like having a professional work with you. Make sure that you're working with a marketer at least first. I mean, you might have a favorite designer. That's great. Go get a consultant that's a marketing consultant that can help you craft the flow and the wording 
and the, and some of the visuals that you're going to utilize and then hand all that to your developer and say, okay, this is what we want and make them do that. You know, you, you that's amazing because you, you brought it up there. You've worked with over 300 businesses. And so you've really dialed this in. And that's what I always struggle. I couldn't find the language that resonated with the people to write. That's the it's art. Big so deal. It's just not this pretty picture, but the <laughs> the little one line that could just click the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, so do you have a team of people that write for you? Are you the brilliant one that knows how to do that? Because that's the <laughs> art right there. I write, but my leveraging my time is not sitting and writing copy for people because there's so many types of businesses out there, right? So we we deal predominantly with service-based businesses. So that's anybody who is providing a service to another entity or person, okay? And so that runs a gamut. So sometimes I'm working with roofers. Well, roofers talk a lot different than maybe my chiropractors that work with us or our medical professionals or our financial professionals, right? Every one of those needs a particular copywriter. So I have a guild of writers that I can tap into at any time and utilize them on demand. And then we have in-house developers and designers that work with me to make the strategy work, right? I have a background. I've got a lot of awards sitting behind me here for both strategy and design and production and stuff like that. But really, I'm the guy that people come to for the initial strategy. And then my people are so fine-tuned into my methodology that they're able to carry that out. So once I have identified it and helped you say you were... I was working with Chris here and we're saying, okay, this is the person I need to contact with. I want this person to contact me for my business. They look like this when it, when it comes to their, their mindset. They like these things. They're look, this is their pain point. This is what the solution they're looking for. This is the future that they want, dot, dot, dot. We put all that together. I help you flow that all out. We, put, we give it to the writers. The writers make it beautiful for you. And now it's like, okay, what kind of imagery are we gonna, we're going to look at? All that stuff then goes to the designer. The designer is going to make that look pretty with the function of the marketing function built into it. So nice. it's, it's so you want that fashion and function so that you stand out beyond all the rest. Because there's a lot of people who are saying the right things and presenting in a bad way. Or they have a great presentation, but they're saying all the wrong things. Right. God put them together. Yeah, exactly. So you're talking about three steps that we did. Did we hit one of them, right? We hit traffic. Okay. Yeah, so the, the rule of 26 actually lines them all out. So we want to increase our traffic by 26%. Okay. We increase that conversion rate by 26%. And then your average revenue per client by 26%. The crazy thing is that that last one is where I usually start. Mm. Okay. If I've ever rewrote this book, I would actually go the other way around. But people understand traffic. Traffic's right. easy. Like, you know, I just need more people. Okay. That's easy. Right. But the problem is, is that a lot of people try to drive the wrong traffic. And in the book I talk about, you need to attract the right traffic. So as a strategist, I start with the end in mind, right? A little Stephen Covey for you folks that are old enough to to remember that guy. Right. So with when we look at the average revenue per client, we're looking for the clients you currently have that are producing the highest profitability, not the highest revenue, the highest profitability. Because remember. Not all business is good business, right? Right. And we can grow broke serving high-paying clients in an inefficient way. So we need to look at that and go, okay, who are our best fits? 
And once we've identified that, we're going to interview those people. We're going to talk to those people and say, okay, what makes you click with us so well? Okay. And once we get that personification of that perfect client, guess what? There are more of them like that out there. <laughs> so now we're just going to craft our message to resonate with that perfect client you already have. And how do you know how to resonate with them? You just ask them all of the information, right? What do you like about us? Why did you pick us? Why do you stick with us? Would you pay 26% more for the same product? I bet you a lot of them would say yes. Your perfect ones will. Right. 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 So you can utilize that one step for not just your website, but for your entire business. You could increase your revenue by 26% in the next quarter by just having these conversations with your best, best clients. Right? right. Right. But once we have that, we have that personification. Now we can craft the message to resonate with that personification. And once we've done that onto our website, now we got to go find where that person, that type of person, hides in the world. Right. Sometimes website marketing is not online. Mm. It could be a billboard. It could be a sponsorship into an association. It could be you talking at an association and pointing people to your website. So many people forget to utilize their website as part of their networking, their presentation giving, their offline advertising, all these things. They think the phone number is what they're going to remember. They're not. They're going to remember the website for one. And number two, they're going to go to the website before they call you anyway. So that means they're going to have to search for you. And during that search, they could get tripped up and find somebody else thinking right. they're finding you. Right. So give right. them the keys of the kingdom. Yeah, definitely. Cool. And you know, the, the confusion of, you know, you dialed in your avatar, right? Basically talking about, mm -hmm. and then, but you're finding where they are. And then, then you're going to design the marketing around that. Is that kind of the next thing you do? That's exactly what that conversion piece is, right? You want to take all of that information that you had in that marketing research that you just did and cultivate a message that resonates with that avatar, persona, that persona, however you want to say it, mm -hmm. right? And that's where crafting your message comes in and creating your website and you know your funnels that are going to resonate with them. So maybe you have some added value up front that you want to offer people to get them into your email list and a nurture system and stuff like that. All of that language that you were able to, to basically curate through your marketing research is going to be utilized for everything you do in your marketing so that you have a cohesive message fine-tuned to the perfect person you want to attract. Now, are you going to attract people other than that? Yes. But let's look at darts. Do you get points for hitting the board? Yes. Do you get more points for hitting bullseye? Yes. So if I'm always going for bullseye, I'm going to get the most points because I'm on the most opportunity of hitting the bullseye than if I'm all over the board trying to hit different numbers, right? And if I miss bullseye, I still get good points. It's okay. Right. Right. But that's where that target marketing comes in. And people trying to be everything to everyone miss it because they're all over the board. And if you're looking at just the board, you could miss the board altogether. And now you have complete losing campaigns out there. So do you develop like the fun, you know, I mean, when you do a website, do you include like funnels to get people to come to the website and that whole, and if then we get, you do a launch or you do mm -hmm. this whole thing. Exactly. Right. So we have, I just had a medical spa call me and they're like, Hey, we're launching in two months. 
I'm like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Where are you at? Well, we need a logo. So it's like, okay, so first we got to get your brand. So we get that all set up for them. And then it's like, okay, website and, and advertising, all the other stuff that goes along with it. Now they're a brand new company, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to be, and it's a brick and mortar service, right? right. So it's going to have a little bit different than, let's say, in a consultant who's been around for a long time, or maybe a dentist who's been in business for 10 years and is looking to pivot how they bring in their clients or what type of clients they would like to bring in, right? Right. Maybe they've been a general dentist and they want to become a pediatric dentist. Now we have to rebrand and refocus, but guess what? They have a lot of information that that startup doesn't have. So regardless of where you're at, we're an integrated marketing firm, meaning that we're going to integrate what you have into what you need. Okay. okay. And that means we're going to use everything. So I have a fractional CFO. We're, we're basically integrating their sales team into all of the marketing that we're doing, which should happen every time, but not everybody has a sales team, right? It's just a matter of getting, hey, get them to the website, the form gets filled out. Somebody calls, it's not necessarily a salesperson or you're calling because you're the, the, the salesperson for your business. That's great. I do what is called fractional CMO work where I consult my clients through the whole strategy and launching of tactics and then continue working with them to make sure that we're measuring what's working, learning from what's not working and creating strategies on the go. So we're optimizing all efforts and investments. Nice. So are you focusing just on websites or do you, are you into so using social media to drive traffic? Is that part Sometimes. of Sometimes part yep. of the search marketing? Uh, it's, it's called integrated marketing it's because we utilize multiple channels of media. We shoot. I have clients that we use uh, what's called over the top where, you know, the ads that you see on Hulu and whatnot, those types of things, people who are still using TV and radio. We, I've been buying radio for 17 years and TV for 17 years. You know, every once in a while, print still comes up because their demographic reads a particular publication and shoot, we're going to be there, right? We need to be in front right. of our perfect avatar all the time. Do you feel that, um, you know, you like some people are just starting, some people are in it for a while, but mm -hmm. do you feel that they should be targeting just get the website and get all that organized? It should. Or if say they have a product, should they do the product, then the website, or is there sequence, or is it just you customize it to the person? So your website is now a, the foundation of marketing, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't have a website, you are behind the power curve. There, I just was on an interview uh, recently that where we talked, the one of the hosts was like, "I don't use my website for anything except for referrals." I'm like. Mm. But if you didn't have that website, where would you point your referrals? Right. right? Yeah. It's like, well, they're inbound market. It's inbound traffic, right? That you're pointing them to. You're doing that for a reason. You want to qualify them through your website, mm -hmm. right? So I get that. You, there's some automation built into your website so that they can you can get all their information. And the next time you talk with them, you have everything at hand so that you can be efficiently or you can be proficient at serving their needs, right? Mm -hmm. Um. You don't have to have a big website. That's a big deal for people who are just starting. You know, we have websites that start at $199 for the solopreneur. Okay. Okay. And we build websites that cost tens of thousands of dollars for big and you know, me medium-sized businesses. And I mean, shoot, we do government contract uh websites as well, right? 
website is a thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. The marketing that goes around it is what makes you the money. That's the deal right there. Right. Yep. You mm -hmm. building a website doesn't mean you're going to get traffic. No, no, right? no. And that's that third step. You got to go find the yeah. traffic and push it to your website. <laughs> yeah. right? That's it right there. Wish I knew you a few years ago. <laughs> well, I'm still here and you're still here. So I'm, I'm right, here to help. Right. Right. But that's, I mean, that's the magic, right? A lot of people yeah. try to get the traffic to a bad website and then wonder why they didn't make any money. Exactly. Instead of. Why don't you start with a good website and now throw traffic at it, at it and see how it performs? Well, mm -hmm. that performed pretty well. Okay, we'll throw some more traffic at it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, that's still performing. Well, then throw as much traffic as you want at it until it stops performing the way you want to. And then from there you go, okay, what didn't work? Why did it stop working? Right. What are the trends in the market? What, what are our buying trends uh, as they change? Because people change. We're a very fast moving world. What worked five years ago doesn't necessarily always work now. There are things that will always work, right? And we always right. want to, we, we sprinkle that in, but those aren't the sole things that work anymore, right? We were talking earlier right. in the green room about webinars. Right. Webinars still work, but if you've been doing webinars a long time, maybe you don't like working for webinars. <laughs> <laughs> 32 years. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That I enjoy meeting people. That's, that's the beautiful part, but exactly. right. Exactly. And then when you automate it, you know, and you set up the system to like, I have an evergreen webinar, but I never got the marketing to it. Just, it's just like having, I, when I first started, I had a great, you know, website, but I didn't have the marketing to it. So that's it right there. Now, are, they, are you using paid? Are you are like paid ads or is it social media marketing or? So you your... want to integrate a mix. Okay. Right? I always tell people it's very difficult to maintain a consistent flow of traffic from one channel always. So if you put all your eggs in one basket and something happens. So uh, just a couple of years ago, iOS 14 came out. Okay. And they, and Apple changed how they handle third party data. One company owns and another company buys the access to it right. and utilizes it for their own marketing. Okay. Yeah. Now we are in a world of first-party data, which basically says if you didn't collect it yourself, you can't use it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so people who were killing it, and I have friends that were killing it in Facebook advertising. Right. Okay? Right. Um, shoot, I had people who were killing it with organic Facebook advertising back in 2005, 2006, 2007, mm. or is it seven, eight, nine, sorry, when it came out. And then over the years, that stopped working, right? You can't right. get 2% of your own followers, let alone anybody who is not there to see your stuff, right? right? Same thing with the paid. When iOS 14 came out, changed the entire game. So if you had all your eggs in Facebook advertising, guess what happened? Bankrupt, mm. right? Yeah. Or yeah. you were scrambling going, what are we going to do next? Instead, right. if you had a integrated marketing strategy, you would have had some of your eggs in Facebook, some of your eggs in paid search, some of your eggs in organic uh, social media, some of your eggs in organic search marketing, maybe some of your eggs in traditional media, depending on your budget and where you're at, right? Yeah. Maybe right. you had some of your eggs in just networking and bringing them into webinars. You know, everybody has a different mix and the mix mm -hmm. has to work for you, right? Your budget and your time. Like I said before, you either have more time than money or more money than time. So if you have more time than money, 
then you are able to invest time in, right? That's the, the guerrilla marketing, the networking, the referral marketing, the top of mind awareness, all that other stuff right there. But once you start having more money than time, you're willing to buy back your time. And now you're starting talking about the advertising. You're talking about the sponsoring. You're talking about automation, talking about hiring out other people and all that good stuff. That's right. And, you know, busy business owners that don't have the time to figure it out and track it and get it, really. It's a waste of their time to try to figure out marketing unless marketing is what they love to do. Exactly. If you're really good at it. And then I just read, uh, what was it? It was a book. It was basically fire yourself (laughs) from what you do best. Uh-huh. because you're too passionate. You sometimes are too passionate about what you do best. Right. 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 A lot of us went into business to be, you know, doing things we love to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're a mechanic, you're probably the best at being a mechanic, but that's taken away from you running your business. So until you have the money to pay somebody to run the business better than you could ever imagine, you got to fire yourself at being a mechanic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hey, tell everybody now about your book, where they can get your book and and why, what, where did this 20, the rule of 26 come from? Uh, the book is called The Rule of 26 and you can get the Amazon link uh, on at ruleof26.com. I created The Rule of 26 uh, right at the beginning or like in the midst of the pandemic um, because we're, you know, we're at the time we were signature services. So we were boutique, white glove, done for you stuff. We only dealt with businesses that did at least 1.1, $1.2 million in revenue per year, not da, 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 right? But those people who were in that area and below, when the pandemic hit, they had no cash flow to pour into marketing, but they had sure had a lot of time. And so I wanted to, one, arm them with sound strategy. Like I started our conversation, sound strategy outperforms blind tactic. So instead of listening to all these people, oh, just do this. Oh, just do this. <laughs> all those people selling you those little tactics yeah. are all blindly selling you tactics because they have no idea who you are. They have no idea where you're at. They have no idea who your best, your best clients are. You, they have no idea about anything in your business. And until they do, they don't know if that tactic is going to work. So just because it worked for somebody else doesn't mean it works for you, right? right Even right. if it's the same exact business. I've worked with, you know, you said I worked with 300 and we found out I have influenced over 1,200 businesses with my marketing tactics and strategies, okay? Right, right. That's a lot of people. That's I will tell you right now, I start every client the same way I have for 17 years. Let's find out what's what's different about your business, okay? So what this does is allows you to at least understand website marketing strategies. So regardless of if you do it yourself or somebody else does it for you, you know what's going on or what to expect. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now, since then, my business, Buzzworthy Integrated Marketing, which you can get more information at buzzworthy.biz, has opened up a lot of SaaS platforms that allow people to do their own marketing. So mm. the people who have more time than money can get started on the things like SEO, social media management, all of those things that go into marketing your your business without having you to learn a whole new craft. Nice. Good. Very cool. So so again, give every we'll have links below and for all the good stuff, but go ahead and tell everybody how how to get in contact with you, what your coordinates are. 
Sure. So the easiest way to get a hold of us is through buzzworthy.biz. That's B-U-Z-Z-W-O-R-T-H-Y.B-I-Z. And then you can get a copy of the book at ruleof26.com. All right. Mr. Buzz, (laughs) you've been a total pleasure to talk with today. And I know a lot of people will really want to follow up with you and, and talk with you too. And and we'll look forward to more broadcasts and being able to share everything with everybody because we all need to have this down. If you, you know, if you have a business, you need it, right? Thank you so much for having me, Chris. Thank you. There's so much to learn about healthy money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot Go to meetwithchrismeller.com and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Money 911 so you don't miss our next episode, which includes health, wealth, and peace of mind.